<laughs> yeah, I don't do shit like that, but nigga, I, I, you got, I'm a different. Yo, you'll find out. Just interview me. Just ask, <laughs> ask me. Ask me all the questions you want to ask, bro. I'm Why? Not, I don't. So do when it. did you? You never lived with a. You never lived with a bitch before ever. Nah, closest closest thing I live to living with a bitch was her sleeping over in my dorm when I was in college. That's it. Straight up. So what? What like started that rule? Bro, have you met women? Yeah, not. I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> have you met? The opposite gender, my nigga, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met some of these fucking wild Whoa. ass? Nah, man. I'm good, bro. Oh, man. You want one of these? I will. I'll take one. I'll take one. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> yeah, nah. I'm good, bro. I like I like sleeping in my bed by myself too much. I like having free space. You know what I mean? Sleeping butt ass. You could do that with a shorty in your bed, obviously, but... yeah. I've had the yo, you know what's crazy, bro? And us and us like shout out to my boy Woe, by the way. Local <coughs> new well, well known New England stand up comedian. Appreciate my, that. My my dog. Um definitely a big inspiration. We were actually supposed to do a show with Cooge. We were supposed to run a show together with Cooge before before COVID. COVID came through and fucking threw the whole shit off. But But that's okay, nigga, because we're doing one next month. You want to tell them about that now? I'll tell them about it now, man. Uh, Thursday, September 22nd, our monthly comedy show at Revival Brewing Company, Lost Pizza Valley or Valley Pizza, whatever the fuck that shit. We are there, and Jimmy is going to be on the fucking bill. My guy is going to do like 10 to 15 minutes of stand-up gold, so y'all better be there. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that call today. I saw my boy at Daytrill fucked up, as you should be at Daytrill. Torture. And, uh, I was happy to see you. Bro. I was very. I'm always happy to see you. Yeah. I feel like we always see each other when we're absolutely fucking. Lit. Absolutely, at one of fucking <clears throat> Brandon's events or oh <laughs> like God. something downtown where you're like Chef Boy or Jimmy. Y- yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> this nigga, all homes. This nigga I'm knows a, how to season yeah, meat, bro. That's just crazy. <laughs> The best meat season of this side of the Mississippi oh, River. Yeah, you was at that one, right? I was. You I was, was like, that one. Yeah, let me get one of those, Jimmy. You made that? <laughs> you I was like, that? yo, I'll make a fresh one for you <laughs> right now. Fuck me. Where did that come from, the passion for cooking? Oh, my God. The passion for cooking was definitely between my pop. Oh, you asked me this before. My pops is Dominican and Puerto Rican, and then my mom's is straight up Dominican. He had that Puerto Rican in them, so they're not together. Like, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans do not work out. Damn. That was destined for failure off the rip. That's like, crazy. I don't know how it works out for me ever because I'm both. But with Dominican women, they'll be like, yo, you got the Puerto Rican in you. They're always going to go back to that. Yo, you're Puerto Rican, so you do this, so you do that. Like, it'll be some stupid shit like, oh, Puerto Rican niggas are dogs. And it's like, yo, Dominicans are dogs too. Like, what the fuck? They're worse. They're worse. Yo, them niggas are worse breed of dog. I seen some Dominican niggas with diesels on do some wild shit in the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, the Dominicans in, with diesels in 2003 to like 2009, yo. that's a different breed of cheetah, though. Them niggas will fuck your sister in your mom's bed yo, while you're crazy. working at KFC. Like, that shit's crazy. <laughs> like, crazy, dog. Like, Making sure that you're at, you're in there mm-hmm. serving the chicken and they don't fuck your sister, yep. your twin sister, and your mom's marital bed. Yep. Like niggas is wild. My boy, Wolves really talking about me right now? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> but you're half and half. You're a day walker, nigga. That's- <laughs> you're a hybrid. You're a hybrid. You're not full blood. You can come outside during the day and shit. Oh man, fuck. 
Um, <laughs> passion for cooking. Yeah. <laughs> we got sidetracked. Uh, passion for cooking comes from uh, my pops and my grandmother. They, my grandmother fucking loves cooking. My pops took that from her, and I kind of looked at him, and I'm like, yo, there's something really badass about a nigga who could cook. Like, Word. You, you, Say I mean, that. You're in the, you're, you know what I mean? You're uh, you're independent. You don't need, like, because the, the common thing is obviously women cook. Women mm-hmm. are the ones who cook. I'm like, nah, we're shutting that down. My mom actually jammed it in my head, too. Everything, like, and I feel like all, all, all like, minor, like, minorities' mothers, they... They are the ones who are always like letting letting the guy, the sons know, yo, you got to do this, you got to do that, so no woman does it for you. I don't Word. know if you went through the same shit. My mom, she's not in as many words, but she basically told me like anything that you just need to be self sufficient. Self, yeah, you need to be self sufficient. Like, yo, make your yeah. bed, clean your own room. I'm not gonna do it. For Word. You. Do your and own laundry. She told me, my mom told me how to make spaghetti, nigga. That's yeah, the only thing I exa- make. But that's good though. At least you know what I mean. I'm not gonna starve. If I'm really starving, <laughs> you make some spaghetti. Yeah, keep a bowl of thin spaghetti in the cupboard. Some sauce, some ground beef. Throw that bitch out. Season it up. That sounds like some good, uh, like that classic Dominican beach spaghetti. Word. That's that's that's, the, a, that's, that's all I know how to make. Sound, that's literally what it sounds like. Word. Because if I make meatballs, I'm buying them frozen. I don't make. Yeah. Meatballs. I don't. I'm not a cooker. Like that's you. Nah. Okay. Okay. You got that. That makes sense. And fucking, I was gonna ask you if you did too, but I can make. I can make. I can make. Uh, I can make spaghetti. I can make um, stir fry, and then I can make, what you call it, uh, casserole. Or what is it called though? Like a breaded chicken casserole. Okay. I'm very specific. Like I, I learned the recipe for two of those things, mm-hmm. and I don't have the capacity. Was well, it one of those things where you ask your mom, like, "Yo, this this thing that you make specifically is fire"? Can I have the recipe, or she just kind of yes and no, yes and no. I asked her how to to tell me what the what the ingredients were, and then I YouTubed how to, and I watched a white woman like make the shit. You know what I mean? Okay. On YouTube. Okay. Um, in terms of something that she taught me how to do that, I fucked up because I bought the wrong type of milk. Meatloaf, my nigga. Yeah. yeah. You like meatloaf, though? I fucks with meatloaf, but not the meatloaf that I made that one. I, I'm traumatized. I can never eat that shit again, bro. <laughs> I made I made a meatloaf, bro, and I bought. I went to the grocery store to buy the groceries. Yeah. And I bought a fucking half a gallon of vanilla almond milk, and I made the meatloaf with vanilla almond milk. You went milk. the fucking vegan route. Bro, I don't know. What the shit. fuck? That shit was so sweet. It was uh, it was un, it was unedible. It wasn't yeah. good at all. I had to throw that shit away. Mad meat too. A good loaf. It was a good loaf for me. Yeah, hey <laughs> yeah, <A-U. laughs> you. I was, a, <laughs> I was, was gonna do it this episode. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, nah, cause that's wild. A good <laughs> loaf of meat is insane. Good, yeah, I'll keep hearing it in my fucking head right now. <laughs> a good loaf of meat is insane, Yo. but yeah, nah. I had to throw that shit away. I had I had one little slice of that shit. I'm like, fuck. And I called my mom, and she's like, you weren't supposed to get anything flavored, dummy. And I was like, you're right. I earned that. You really went the vegan route. Like, I don't know why, because there was mad meat in there, pause. Yeah. And you, went, you were like, fuck it, I'm going to get the almond milk. But I had, it, it was flavored. It would have been fine if it, it, if was, it was vanilla. it was a plain one, yeah. It was vanilla, bro. Damn. Sweetened, too. It wasn't the unsweetened shit. Like, oh, that I makes haven't it, even tried that one. I couldn't, that, that shit must Yo, taste the crazy. unsweetened vanilla almond milk tastes like. You literally are drinking like the 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 watery dirt that comes from a tree after it rains. Like you just scoop oh, that shit up God. into a cup. Like that's how it tastes. The unsweetened Fuck. shit, but the sweet shit they put so much 
vanilla extract into the fucking milk. Mm-hmm. And that shit is, it's delicious when you're like eating Captain Crunch, but yeah, something savory like a meatloaf, my nigga, it's supposed to be a little sweet. You don't fuck with oat milk? Oat milk? Yeah. Sometimes. I like, like lactic milk. That's my shit. Oh, yeah? Lactate milk. The milk without lactose. Because we're not supposed to be drinking that lactose shit. No, we're not supposed to be. Oat milk is fire, though. Oat milk, I like it because it has, like, the most consistency. Like, that, I can't. True. Like, the the most consistent, the, the consistency closest to milk is what I'm trying to say. Word. That's how I feel about lactate milk. Yeah. Oat lactate, milk. Lactate is going to blow out oat milk out the water for sure. But out of, like, I think it's oat milk. Skim milk, milk. Skim milk. Skim all that milk. All that bullshit. Yeah. You're right. Oat milk is the best. Because it's. It's from oats. <laughs> like, yeah, it's from oats, nigga. Like, yo, it's crazy. Niggas really make milk out of almonds. Niggas really make That's milk wild. out of oats. They're going to start making milk out of... They, they really make... They're going to make milk out of everything at some point. Yeah. Be, vegan... Yo, ve- the shit that I realize about vegans, bro, they figure it the fuck out. With cheat... They they, they cheat, Like, though. they figure... Yeah, they do cheat. They cheat, when They do cheat. Barbecue cauliflower should not taste like barbecue chicken. And somehow it does. It does. On the first bite. I'm not talking about any other bite. The first bite, it's like, oh, I'm eating barbecue nuggets. No, you're not, nigga. That is cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. But why does it taste just like chicken? Yeah, just call it what it is. But it does taste like, it does be tasting like the real thing. Yo. I don't understand it. The first couple bites, it's like, what the fuck? This is amazing. How? I don't trust that. This is a vegetable that you got. Tasting like our actual protein. Would nigga. you do the vegan shit or not? Fuck that. Vegans, veganism can suck mine. That's a no. That's a big fact. You, I, I don't like the vegans that uh, they be trying to tell. They be trying to make it seem like you're going to be immortal if you go their way. Like you're not gonna get cancer. You're not gonna get this. You're not gonna Bro. get that. Like my nigga, you can go to the beach one day and just literally get cancer off that. Just one day. Word. Piano could fall from the sky. All kinds of wild shit. Yeah. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to smoke cigars if I want to smoke cigars. I'm going to fuck bitches raw if I want to do that. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to get me to quit cheese, nigga. I went, <laughs> Yo, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, in June of this summer, I went to the market and I bought, I was looking, because you know they re- remodeled Stop and Shop. Yes. So they moved everything. I'm fucking tight about that. Yeah, man. I knew what the cheese was. It was in the cooler. It was in. The cool, the cooler right before the cooler where the milk was at. It was always there. I knew what the fuck that shit was. Once they did that remodeling bullshit, I go in there, I buy my eggs, I buy my bacon, I buy my my steaks and all that shit. And I'm like, yo, where's the shredded cheese at? Where the fuck is the shredded cheese? Go to the last aisle where the cheese never was. Mm-hmm. There was only like some orange juice over there, some cottage cheese. Never the shredded cheese. The shredded cheese you can find like along the last aisle, along the wall. I go yeah. over there. And I see the first bag of shredded cheese. The, the first bag, I just grabbed it. Didn't look at it. Had no idea it was keto and vegan, nigga. Oh, God. No idea. Get to the crib, soup, put my groceries away. Next day for lunch, I walk home because I live right around the crib for my job. I, 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 I can make eggs. I can make an omelet. Yeah. Chef up an omelet, bro. Diced onions, peppers, all that shit. Little salt, pepper, all that. Sprinkling the cheese. Do some sliced ham in there. Making this omelet, it smells weird, different. Oh man, I don't know what the. I'm like, why does it smell like that in here? You know what I mean? I'm looking at the cheese. Vegan cheese doesn't really melt like that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't melt. It just stays there, and it gets slime. It is fuck, bro. And I didn't know. And I took a bite. I, I was so fucking excited to eat this omelet, bro. 
I took a, stuck my fork in that bitch, took a huge bite, and I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? And I, I immediately was like, yeah, nah, this ain't regular cheese. Went yeah. to the fridge, looked at it, vegan motherfucking. Made out of made out of one hundred percent soy. Soy isn't even orange, my nigga. Not even gonna. You're not. But they do weird shit to change colors and shit. I hate that, bro. Don't you know that I try to do? I try to go. So I I I had this little woke moment in my life, and of course I was living with a white bitch. Oh lord, that's how this is gonna happen. Oh goddamn. Strap in, yo. We uh. I have a long history of that, but I'll tell you later. <laughs> Living with white bitches. So, <laughs> yeah, side note, do you know that Dominican niggas, for whatever reason, some of them really just love slaying white bitches? I have no idea. I mean, is it a right Like, of even this gay bitch at my job loves white bitches on the low. Like, it's just. She's a gay, like, Dominican. Latina, and yeah, she likes white bitches. Specifically. Is it a right to passage? Is it like getting back for like them cheating you one step lower than they cheated you? Yeah, maybe. It's gotta be. Yeah, it has to be right. Yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> we gotta make an excuse yeah. for it. <laughs> we have to. So no, nah, it's not an excuse. It's a reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's so, a reason. So one out of like three white bitches I was living with in my entire life, uh, she was like, oh, I've always wanted to go vegan. There's these documentaries on Netflix. There was one specifically that got me. You know, it was uh, Forks Over Knives. I heard about that one. That I didn't. One, that's one. one that's that one's the one fucked I up. I didn't watch. Uh, what the health? That's the one that really makes yeah. you feel like you're gonna be invincible. Like, yeah. They expose shit about the American Heart Association. To be fair, and all this other shit. Yeah. I was like wow. They do their research. So. We watch the documentary. Automatically, right after the documentary, I'm like, I'm going vegan. Just straight cold turkey. We're doing it, whatever. Yeah, this nigga The shit that turned me the fuck off was vegan cheese. Yo, man. I made, I bought these Beyond Burgers. No, it was Impossible Burgers. Yeah. One of the two that everybody was swearing by. They made it with, like, beans and soy and all this other shit. Yep. Everything but meat. Yeah. Making the burgers on the stove. Um... That shit's delicious. It's delicious. I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off. That shit's delicious. It's fire, and it's apparently good for you, but I don't give a fuck about what's good for me, <laughs> which is what I'm about to tell you guys right now. So I'm making the burgers, and I'm like, yo, I'm cutting into it just to be, just to see what's going on. You look in it, and the shit, like, the outside of it looks like a burger. The inside of it even looks like a burger. They make it so that it's automatically, like, pink, and they use some shit with, like, eggplants or some shit to make it pink. Mm. Some type, maybe juice. No, beets. They use beets, beets to make it pink in the middle. I'm like, okay. Like, this was literally just for show. I didn't need this, but that's fine. <laughs> every time I make my burgers, like almost everyone does, I put the, wow, wow, like I flip it over one more time before I take it off. I put the cheese on it. On top, yeah. Hoping that it'll melt. Where? I'm waiting for fucking ever. And finally, I do what any normal person would. I go on Google. I'm like, yo. Does vegan cheese melt? <laughs> I find out no. So I'm like, okay, there's two things about this shit that I'm really not fucking with so far. Word. Took a bite out of this shit. Same reaction as you. I was like, this was fucking gross. I probably would have liked it even more without the cheese. Of I'm course. Like, I love cheese too much. Word. Like, way too much. Word. And not for nothing, but, I mean, vegans are not going to like to hear this, but we we kind of need meat, man. Like we, you know All I mean? homes. All homo. Yeah, all homo. We kind of we need, need we, yeah, need, we it. need meat, bro. You cannot substitute rare meaty animal protein with all mm-hmm. this bullshit vegetable shit. Yeah, and to to your point, like I used to be real tight with this Dominican cat, 
and his older brother was a hardcore vegan. Was wow. a hardcore vegan for like ten years. Shredded. Know how he died? How he died? Fucking heart attack. What? Heart attack, bro. Out of nowhere, forty-five years old, vegan for a decade. So I don't want to hear like. When vegans go on that shit and he's like... I don't like that part of that. I want vegan shame. I mean, as comedians, we kind of like accidentally shame people. No, we don't, bro. We tell it like it is. (laughs) You're not shaming me into liking only vegetables. Nah, it's true. Nah, it's true. Yeah. You're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's bullying, my nigga. They get everything. But the fact that... It is bullying, for sure. You over here talking all this rah-rah. I know. I have... I watched my friend bury his elder brother who swore by a vegan diet telling me why carrots aren't good for the, for the human body and why we should be cautious about the amount of real raw or processed peanuts that we eat and all this stupid shit. The nigga died at 45. Yeah. Hadn't eaten meat in 10 years. Love Dr. Sebi. Love that he created the alkaline diet. Yeah, but you needed some bacon in there. Something, nigga. You need, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. not a glizzy. You know what I mean? Maybe not a steak all the time, but you need some type of meat protein, nigga, some nah, chicken, you some lamb. Yeah. You could be some. you could be conscious about it. Like I'd be trying to have chicken most of the time, but I'll Facts. I'll probably have red meat like once or twice a week. Word. I try not to have pork. That's probably the worst one. It is, but bacon is delicious. But bacon is fire, chicharron is fire, pernil is fire. Bro, what is it? Uh I with Caliente on Thea Street, dog. They got the like real, like the I think it's chicharron. It's a, it's a, no. Yeah. What is what is it called? The other is shit. Is it carnitas or is it Car- al pastor? Cali- I think carnitas, maybe. Maybe it's pork. So it's the two but it's red. You get for tacos. It's red though. It's red. Oh, is it? Does it look like it's cut up? It looked like sausage. Yeah, it looked like sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Forgot. It's not chicharron. Chorizo. Chorizo. Fire. Nigga. I think that's like Portuguese or some shit, but it's it's gas. Bro, when I left, when I left. They uh they trail after I saw you. That's why I went. I went to Caliente's on Thursday. That place is fire like that? Nigga. You'll is never it better than Baja's? You'll never go to Baja's again. Yeah? You'll never go to Baja's oh, again. Oh shit. Bro, they got plates. <laughs> they got dinner plates. How you feel about Chipotle? Nah, cause I have yo. There's like a you know this but there, and I'm gonna narrow it down to we're gonna go back to white people all the time on this podcast. White people with with our type of humor. They're going to hate this fucking podcast, but they're going to love it at the same time. Yo, there's an insanely large group of white people. Even this, my, my my homeboy is on Durin at the barbershop. Swear by Chipotle. It's the best thing. Chipotle is life. I don't fucking understand. That shit's trash, It's bro. so bad. Like, why? It's internationally gentrified oh, Mexican yeah. food. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, Baja's is on the way up there, too. Like, Baja's... Yeah, they ain't got nothing on Caliente's, bro. If they open one more location, bro, you should not have a place that's that dirty on Thea Street open clean. Like you just open clean versions in Warwick and Cranston and fucking Johnston. You're in Johnston, so I'm supposed to trust this product that I was in love with ten years ago. That's a fact. Drunk ass college student, senior year, twenty three, all old. It's different now. It's tra- bro. It's not good food anymore. No, it's not. Calientes is fucking them up, and they're blocking between both of them. Because <laughs> you know, there's two baja. There's two bajas on Thea. If you go to Caliente, the spot next to the Indian joint, across from that Avon Theater, you will not be disappointed. Well, they said it first. What's up with Indian food? I heard that should be making you like go. Enter at your own risk. 
Wow. Would you recommend it? Like, you probably only eat it so often, it seems like. Nigga, I never fuck with Indian food like that. They don't know. They know mild and super hot. There's no in in between with the spices, nigga. Everything that you eat that's Indian food is going to clear out your clear out your bowels. Like, I heard niggas be having, like, trippy dreams off the shit and everything from how spicy. Depending on what you eat. Yeah. For sure. Curry is no joke. And the curry is in all of it. But there's a mild curry that's, like, the equivalent of, like, paprika that they put on it just for flavor. Mm. It's really good, but it doesn't do anything for you, especially when, because they eat a lot of lamb and, you know, halal and shit like that. It all, de- it all depends. But Indian food is fire. It's just, it's not something I can eat more than maybe four times a year. I take the risk. It's funny because I eat a lot of, you've, you've had halal guys before? Of course. Yeah, so you've have you had Nas, the new joint? Yeah, the one new, in new, new, and new, one in Pawtucket. I have not. Nas is halal. That shit is gas. Mm-hmm. But I, I enter that shit at my own risk too all the time because it's like, yo, they even there, their hot sauce, it's not mild, not yeah, at all. Yeah, so you can't just hot. fucking. It's not yeah. You know that you gotta. I literally put drops, and I love spicy food, but I put drops of that shit on mine. Yeah, man. What uh, what's what's your what's your ethnicity? Like, where are the folks from? Are you you know ancestors? Mom is Jamaican and Trinidadian. Your father's full blood <clears throat> Nigerian. Okay, Yoruba. That is our what, tribe. What is the, I guess, what's what foods are you technically looking at there? Like, what are some popular foods among? Oh my god, bro! Fufu, fufu with a goosey, um, jollof, jollof rice. We're still beefing with Ghanaians and Liberians over that shit. Some Ethiopians too. Jollof is like, it's basically the equivalent of you guys yellow rice, mm-hmm. like your yellow rice with the beans, with the but beans in it. but no beans though. It's just okay. straight up orange and fucking hot. It's just rice. And there's, there's some type of hot sauce that's made with that then. It's not hot. It's jalapenos. Like they, it's t- tomato, like jalapeno paste. Okay. And like, um, whatchamacallit, like diced onions in that bitch. There's some, some, there's, there's some tomato in it, though, for it to be kind of like yellow. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. And then, you know, certain ethnicities in, in on the African continent, like the Liberians, they like to throw in like peas and carrots and all that stupid shit. You they don't got, like that shit. Nigga, rice is not supposed to have features. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, if you're going to have features, throw in features that are actually going to make me want to listen to the fucking, to the song. Like, mm-hmm. make me go on YouTube and watch the video, my nigga. The only thing that's going to do that for me in any rice is some type of amazing protein. Yeah. Chicken or whatever, but Joloff, you're not supposed to put anything in it. It's just straight up orange rice, tomato paste, jalapeno, whatever the fuck you put in it to make it spicy, some diced onions sprinkled in there, and it's amazing. And then you... You accompany that with like a stewed meat. Like you could put chicken in the stew. You can put freaking oxtail, goat, beef, whatever, tripe, whatever you want. You could throw in the, into the stew. But those are some of like the fan favorites. Then we got palm butter and and uh, cassava leaf is Liberian joint. Um, it's like the, it's literally like the the side of a tree bark. Like if you go to Liberia, there's cassava trees all over the place, oh, and like elders just go. Shave that shit off the trees, nigga. <laughs> Clean it up. Been out there. I haven't been out there. Oh no! Nah. But I've seen I've seen okay. videos of it done, and it's literally <laughs> it's in your backyard type shit. Like it, you, you I'm, if you're in DR, I'm sure there's like fresh pineapple. Lemon is, yeah. is the big one. Yeah, bro. But like they just shave it right off the tree. Yeah. Fresh, clean it, boil that shit, and it looks like spinach, but it ain't spinach. It's literally like tree bark that you're That's eating, dope. but it's fire. But yeah. 
So those are some like Jollof, Igusi, Fufu. I've heard of Jollof. Um, uh, palm butter. Like there's all kinds. Peanut butter soup. All of this shit will make peanut you. Butter soup. All of it will make you rapid fire poop. Yeah. I want all your listeners to understand that. Okay. And if they haven't had Nigerian food or West African food, just understand that when you do that, if you embark on that, you will experience a rapid fire poop. And it may or may not be comfortable to you, depending on how your cheeks are set up. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually always taking the risk, so I probably will. <laughs> Yo, I want to go back to something you were telling me in the beginning that we never really got into. You never living with a bitch. And, and from what you told me, you don't plan on it. No. You see, you told me before we got we got settled no. that you you don't not plan on having kids or getting married. All right, let me let's do this. Give me three benefits to living with a woman. Just three. Okay. Every Just time me, because we are the way we are, I feel like every time I think of one, I know the the rebuttal you're gonna have, which is fair. <laughs> Just Un, give me three. Unlimited pussy whenever you want. That's which it. that's can, false. Which you that's false. It's it's. It's partly false, and, and, no, you, and you can also get it when without living with them. Yes, it's it's 100% <laughs> false because they have to be in the mood, and they're in, they're never in the mood when they live with you. Continue. What was that's, the second one? very true. <laughs> second oh. one? <laughs> second one? <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm really trying to force them out now. They're going to hate this one. They're going to fucking hate this Who cares? This I don't give a fuck. They're still going to give it's the opposite. They're still going to say, hey, ugly, can, where's yeah, my hug? Yeah, yeah, they're still going to do that. So Free therapy. Free therapy. Okay, you can download your problems onto them. That's very 1950s of you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So that's one. That's one. I need two more because the first one I debunked that. Give me two more. There isn't. There's not. There's not three good reasons to live with a. There's not. <laughs> like Jimmy, you know how to clean. You're probably one of three niggas, and I know like seven thousand niggas in Rhode Island. You're one of three out of that seven thousand that can actually really cook. Like, <laughs> that's a fact. You'll make me some, and I might want to give you some pussy. Like, that's how good you can cook, my nigga. So why the fuck do you need a woman to cook for you, bro? It doesn't make any sense. What else? What else is there? Oh man! So she can fuck up your bathroom, not take out the trash. Complain about doing the dishes, force you to fucking work 70 extra hours a week for three months so you could buy a dishwasher. What are the reasons? And I sound like a chauvinist, and that's because I'm 60% chauvinist, 40% realist. But, like, what are the reasons? There are none. You you name one good reason. I'm going to download all my problems on you because I'm a cheap nigga that don't want to get a therapist. Other than that, there's... No, nah, that's true. I think it, that that's a dramatic way to put it, but it accidentally happens. Like, I I... I've seen a therapist for years now, and I still accidentally do it. Like, I'll, you get home from work and you're bitching. It's kind of that's kind of like a form, I guess, of therapy. You know what I mean? Yeah, for both of y'all. You, for both, for of, both of y'all, and it's mutual. Because yeah. I've seen a lot of girl uh, uh, females online. A lot of what I'm seeing is like, which they're not wrong, but it's like y'all do the same shit. They'll complain about like, yo, we we shouldn't be therapists for men, and it's true. But at the same time, you're not gonna tell me that as a female, you don't look to your man as a punching bag most of the time emotionally. Hundred percent, a thousand percent, one million percent, and if they say no, they're lying. They are one hundred percent. That's why everyone out here is fucked up. Everyone out here is mad and jaded, and including me. Like I'm, but I'm even without me being jaded, I know that it makes no sense to live with other human beings because 
I live with my mom. I live with my dad. I had a roommate and my brother for a And yeah, right now, time. that shit just doesn't work. Yeah, like, bro. Like especially in the Having family. a roommate, having a nigga that shares your room with you, any age, why would you do that on purpose? Yeah, no. Nah, that's, that's out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers who got six, seven siblings, God bless you. I could never be one of the Wayans. There was 10 of them motherfuckers. Nah. Five in each room. In a three-bedroom. In Brooklyn. Yeah, in the 70s, crazy. my nigga. That show still hits, too. That's, <laughs> but, like, the the, the real-life Wayans mm-hmm. family, bro, there's 10 of those motherfuckers. They were finessing the system. It doesn't matter. They only had a three-bedroom. Nah, it's true. They were, I mean, they were fucking themselves, but they were trying to finesse the system. It's hard out here. Like, yo, that shit's crazy. Imagine having... Four siblings that you share one bedroom with. Yeah, that's crazy. Two bunk beds on each side. That's why all that drama was happening. Nigga, two bedrooms <laughs> on each side. Two bunk beds on each side. A fucking sleeping bag on the floor. If you're the youngest, you're the one that's on the floor. Oh, 100%. You're getting, you're getting stomped on, kicked mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Nigga might pee on you accidentally trying to make it to the back. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck wants to live with? So you're telling me I'm going to go from that as a, as a child. Grind my way to like A-list status in Hollywood if you... I'm speaking on the Wayans right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a conscious decision to like meet a woman, fall in love, make children, get married, and then move her into my room. No, that doesn't work. Mm. We If we do get married and I'm a nigga that believes in that, then we could do that and you get your room and I get my room. And if you every once in a while we could share the same bed, but for the most part, no, get the fuck out of my space. Yeah. Fuck are you here for? You know what's crazy, man, so far? And this is us being this cool now. We've always been cool, but I feel like after this podcast and we got an event coming up, I might just keep, <laughs> I might just keep riding out with my boy real quick. I might I might hop on this podcast on Friday. Like <laughs> this is this might not be good for me, bro, because you're not wrong. I mean, like every woman that I've lived with, it just didn't work out. And it's always You did crazy. it three times. Expecting different results. So what does that make you? Insane. That makes you insane, bro. I'm also a nigga who low-key, this is so bad, too. And I've grown out of this a lot because I had a recent situation where I'm just kind of like, nah, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly in my life loved the crazy shit. Toxic as fuck. Very toxic. Yeah. Grown out of it. Yeah. 100% have grown Good. out of it a lot. Good. But most of my life, when it comes to relationships, you I was a city why. boy. I was a city boy. He was a city boy. Mm-hmm. And city boys was up by like 15 points at one point. Mm-hmm. We down right now. Or the game might be tied. Who the fuck is keeping score? It doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is you got to look out for you, bro. And like, I don't give a fuck how much a woman or a dude is in love with their counterpart, dog. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, their selfish ways, their narcissism is going to come out. Yeah, 100%. It's going to come out, bro. I might adopt this fucking thought process you have, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yo, you did it three times already. You need to. It yeah. didn't work. <laughs> this nigga's 0 for 3. <laughs> yeah. He's still going for it on fourth down. He yeah, hasn't converted man. shit. Yeah. You're bugging, dog. But you don't even, like, but but there's no in-between with you because you don't even cuff. I'm a Taurus, my nigga. Yeah. I'm a Taurus, bro. If I, if I feel a shorty, I'm all about her. Yeah. Ten toes down, nigga. Like, I'll smack a nigga for her. Yeah. For looking at her crazy, like, on the first date type yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. So, I know that I get that deep with it, and I get that You know emotional. off the bat. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's why I do all of them a favor by playing the role that I need to play without being crazy. Because they don't want me to be all up on them. 
You don't want me to call you every day. You're going to get tired of that. Every woman that says that they want that shit, it's a lie. The last show that I was talking to was full-on Puerto Rican, called every single day, and it was our third shot at trying to, like, make it work because we had fucked around two times prior, and every the first time, she goes to me. Second time, I go to her because the nigga got options, mm-hmm. right? Third time, I was trying to be a good nigga, try to, like, turn on, you know, that playoff mode and, like, focus on her, and then she hit me with some bullshit, and I was like, what? You don't make me feel special. Bitch, I call you every day. I've talked to you every day on the phone for That's one thing. F- for seven weeks. For seven weeks, I talked to you only her from March to past my birthday to like June. Two months, basically. I don't make you feel special. They're unappreciated. Like, they're so I, unappreciated. I only met your best friend. I only met like two of your friends. We always hang out. I got to pay for dates. I got to, you. We never hang out with none of your friends. I don't even know what your friends look like. You met all of my friends. Niggas that I've known since I was fucking wet behind the ears, 11 years old. Mm. You know all of them. You know my childhood friends, bitch. I met your best friend twice. One time was at the club. Does that count? What are you talking about? Who's hiding what? How? What do I need to do to make you feel special? Suck your dick? Like, yeah. What are you talking about? Like you know what I mean? You want gifts? I bought you gifts before. Oh, thanks. Yo, you could do a billion and one things. Bro. And they're focused on the one thing you didn't do. Which is make her feel special. How do I do that? That's what I asked her straight up. I I rattled off a list of shit that I've been doing. I've been doing all of this. You haven't done any of that, but I did all of this. I don't feel special, but I'm not complaining. What can I do to make you feel special? Oh, my God. Whatever the sound the cricket makes. Nothing. She had no response. So you don't even know how you want to be fucking treated. Suck my dick, man. What are we talking about? These bitches are stupid, bro. Stupid. Stupid. Yo, they're really unappreciative. Crazy, dog. Like, no. stupid unappreciative. Like, who raised you? I wouldn't know because you never let me meet none of your family. I don't know. Oh, so you really didn't feel special at all. Bro, you want to sit there and talk about feeling special? Like, again, what is what does that even mean? I take you in the back room and suck your dick? Like, tell me what that means. <laughs> You don't know. (laughs) You have no idea. You're just doing this because you're looking, you're being validated by simp beta ass red pill niggas on Instagram reels. What's red pill niggas? These beta ass fucking niggas that we would, that would be like, yo, yo, Jimmy, I'll fuck with you hard. And like, would just follow you wherever you go because you're cooler than them. Uh, Them niggas. uh, These fake hyper masculine, uh, you know, super toxic. Andrew Tate, nigga. Oh my god, that nigga, that nigga crazy. He, he didn't start getting pussy until he until he started talking yes. crazy on the internet. Yes, he got no pussy in high school. I don't even think At he went all. to. He yeah, ne- he exactly got pussy. He started getting pussy like seven months ago, mm-hmm. bro. Only a nigga that has this much knowledge about women would start talking crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Talking about you're thirty something years old. You're talking about having sex with seventeen year olds and yeah, grooming and shit like that. Wilding, but he's the king of these red pill niggas. He is. They, though. they claim they're blue pill. But we see, like, real niggas see through that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm never going to be jaded to the point where I don't respect a shorty and where she came from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your past is a part of your identity, and I, I respect that because I want you to do the same for me. But what I'm not going to do is generalize and say, well, since that Puerto Rican girl wasn't the one, all these... That's good that you do that, too, because at that point, they, a, yeah. lot, a lot of women are guilty of that, and I'm not going to say that... 
Mostly them. I'm not going to say niggas do it. I was about to say maybe some niggas do it. Some niggas do it. I, I, I do it with Caribbean women, and it's unfair. But to, in my defense, every other ethnicity ethnicity of women do that to Nigerians. They find out I'm Nigerian. Oh, you're Nigerian. Oh, bitch. Yo, we got that in common then, because I've actually heard that about Nigerians. Yo. But I'm sure you've heard it about Dominicans. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, like well, I don't, Dominican. I can't trust Latino men. They put all your The worst box. one is like, oh, you're Dominican and Puerto Rican? Yes. Like, Yes, and bitch, what the fuck? It's the end. Yep. How do you know I'm the Dominican that cheats? What if I'm the Dominican that fucked his cousin when he was eight? Like I don't fucking know, bro. Either way, life is complicated. <laughs> yeah, like it's gonna happen, nigga. What the fuck? Life is complicated. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, be good with what you get. Everybody's gonna have some type of, you know. Everyone got something. Everyone got something, and that's why, like, you gotta go. You gotta try to keep it fresh with a new, with a new encounter. But like, it's hard to do because everyone's fucked up. I've been in therapy for the last six years, just like you. Mm. And thank God I have a, a fucking therapist that's a man that is Jamaican that look like me. That's what's I, up, man. And he's smart as fuck. And so, like, I know who I am. That's the problem with a lot of men and women nowadays. They don't know who the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. They're still figuring it out. What doesn't make it better is social media. Oh, man, it's the worst. And I applaud people that stay off it. When people tell me they don't have like a TikTok or a Snap or Instagram. I actually applaud that while other people go ill. You know, how, how can you not have an Instagram? Yeah. Because they don't It's almost like a red flag to women if like if you be like, "Oh, I'm not I'm not on I only have this social media platform." Or if you tell them you have no social media, you're shady. Yeah, same. Same. Like I know niggas that won't fuck with a shorty like even if the shorty's into him and they like dance at the club and he buys her two drinks. Like, oh, what's your snap? I don't got snap. What's your IG? I don't got IG. What, bitch? You don't got IG? Yeah. It's dead right there. So Mm -hmm. you were cool spending $36 on two drinks. You were cool grinding on her all night, Mm -hmm. dry humping her, trying to, you know what I mean? Humping butt. But as soon as you find out she don't got an Instagram story, you're out of there. Yeah. That was a deal breaker, my nigga? I bet. Say less. Crazy. Crazy. (sighs) I really appreciate you, Jimmy. Wow. I really do. Why? For the platform, for the delicious beverage and yeah, the conversation. Man, we here. We on here. a Tuesday. We here. On a it. Tuesday. I love it. You've been a, so you on the I saw a tweet the other day that made me think mm-hmm. of that that lifestyle, like the single lifestyle. I mean, it even happens to people in relationships. But Twitter be wild and I seen some shit. Every every week I'll pull some shit off Twitter and fucking bring it on here. Unsolicited dick pics to random women. Like never heard of it. <clears throat> Like, I, I heard of it, but I never understood that. Okay. Have you done that? No. We have since. I've had, I've had like, yo, I hear it from, I'm sh- same as you probably. I hear it from so many different women. Mm-hmm. Yo, this nigga randomly, oh, it wasn't even, the one that I seen on Twitter wasn't even the unsolicited, they, they took it a step further. Unsolicited, unsolicited videos of, of jerking off and sending it to a random Word. female. Red pill niggas. That's crazy. That's red pill niggas. That's, That's what red pill crazy. niggas do, bro. It's red pill niggas. That's any nigga that believe in blue or red pill. Like, it's all beta niggas shit, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a nigga who's insecure and doesn't feel like he's as handsome, attractive, financially successful, or just as respected and revered as, like, another man that they've seen are beta-ass niggas. They don't know how to dominate anything. They can't even dominate a relationship with, like, their parents. They still say, oh, okay, mom, okay, dad, yeah. that type of shit. Those punk-ass niggas, there's a place for them in society, but it's not with women. They need to go out and gather nuts for us and, like, 
make our walnut bread and, you know, make our fucking oat milk from scratch. Them type of, that's what they need to be doing because they don't, they don't get it. Like, what the fuck? Those are the niggas that were teased and never came out of the teasing phase. Mm-hmm. Elementary school. Niggas that was getting fucking swirlies and shit. I wish a nigga would stick my head in the toilet, bro. I was this big in, 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 in elementary school. Really? No one ever. Hell yeah, I was mad little, bro. Oh, shit. I can show you pictures of me maybe 95 pounds at 15 years old. Super skinny. You was always tall, though. Always. I was 5'10 when I was 15. I was always mm-hmm. tall, but this always had to get the gap. Yeah, that's you good. can. I can make a nigga laugh to the point where he'll forget that he was supposed to beat me up. And that's how I got through high school. Because yeah. I was never the biggest. I was never the toughest. I'm tougher yeah, that's now. That's crazy. We got so many things in common. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we did this too. Yeah, like, no, you know, I was never the toughest nigga. In high nigga. school, it was the same shit. Like, high school is when I went through my growth spurt. So I was getting taller and shit. I was I was also a skinny nigga too. Mm-hmm. And, but same shit. I, and what the thing that comes with that too that I really appreciated having this is being cool with everybody. Like, you would never... Word. To uh to a specific group like there was the you You're know chame- in high school, we're chameleons yeah we blend in with everybody mm-hmm. everybody love us everyone's like Yo, oh Jimmy gonna be there I fucking love Jimmy yeah everyone has the same response mm-hmm. and that's because we can make everybody laugh we can roast everybody it's we're equal opportunity like we're equal opportunists with the way that we interact with people like, yeah, like we I treat never, everyone the same never sat on a, at, at a specific table every day I was sitting at a different table I would just Word. hop around during lunch Word. I was the type of nigga who was literally going into classrooms that weren't mine just cause same and getting in trouble and getting well, in like, trouble what you doing over here this ain't your common room mm-hmm. fucking ain't right now yeah. it is <laughs> I'll be here for 30 minutes I'm gonna go tell the principal go ahead what's he gonna do remove me I'm gonna sit right here I'm gonna, matter of fact let me get my little Flash drive. I'm like gonna do my scene, work. Yeah, Great. like the scene in Superbad that always be having me dying, and it's like the least funny scene in that movie is when the teacher looks at I think McLovin, and she's like, "If you're, she's Fogel. making a general, yeah. If you're not in this class, get out of this class." <laughs> Fogel, hi. Like she's making it a general statement, and then I, I literally had a teacher <laughs> tell me the same shit all the time, bro. Yo, like I don't care, lady. You don't get paid enough to yell. And it at was me. always for bitches. Sometimes bitches. Sometimes. You wanted to see your boys every now and then yeah, for reasons here and so there. Yeah, so what are my niggas mostly, in this classroom, man? Then you, but then your boy would remind you, yo, yeah, you're here for this bitch, ain't you? Like, she's, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's here today. Now you're in here. I see you. You're not low. Hey, nigga. she wasn't here the last two days, man. I had to make sure exactly, she all right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Maybe I give her my cheeseburger at lunch, nigga. You never know. Never know. You ate the school lunches? At the Met, I did. Where I went to high school, I did. Were they fire at the Met? I hear good things about the Met. They were good. The, the, the lunch at the Met wasn't. It wasn't the bullshit they were giving y'all niggas at Mount and Hope yeah. and Central and all. <laughs> it was it was much better, more natural ingredients, less uh, processed bullshit. But the cheeseburgers was a one. If you missed out on a cheeseburger, you were definitely yeah. sad. What's with the Met? Like I hear the, the Met is one of those schools out here where you can you don't have to live in a in that specific neighborhood. What you can live anywhere in the state and go to the Met as they arrange transportation for you. There's certain vouchers in the education system where, like, if you live in Wakefield and you apply to the Met and you get in, um, you know, there's a campus in Newport, so that's the closest one. Oh, okay. So some kids kids that live in West Bay, East Bay, Rhode Island, they go to the Newport one. Once that's all full up, you can go to one on Public Street. Um, and they arrange buses. How long has the Newport one been around for? Newport one opened probably, like, in 2007, 8-ish. Okay. So it's only been around for maybe, like, 14 to 16 years, something like that. But 
it's there. It's there. And I've been hearing good things about the Met. Like mo- what I gather most, mostly, like gen- generally, is that it's it, it inspires you to be more creative than you already are. Like a lot of creatives in Rhode Island went, that I talked to went to the Met. Word. It, Whether you're an artist or yeah, it gives you the freedom to explore where your passions are. Mm-hmm. When you're 14 years old, you don't want to think about working a regular job once you get out of high school. Uh-huh. But you also aren't really sure what you do want to do when you get out of high school. So the Met is the first school in this state anyway that gave you the opportunity to explore all of the things that you ever thought about might be a good career move for you. Mm. Whether that's auto mechanics, whether that's, you know, IT, whether that's whatever the fuck, chef, like culinary, whatever it is, you have four years to explore all that shit. And to narrow it down to the thing that you like the best. Mm -hmm. And then pick an internship, find a mentor, and ride that shit out. For me, it was it was childcare the first two years and the last um my last two, my senior and my junior year, I focused on um um nonviolence and just like conflict resolution and communication. And so Yeah. And then I, you know, when I finished, I went to CCRI and Rick and I focused on communication and conflict resolution and how to talk to people and how to listen and all that other shit. And now I have a podcast and I'm a comedian. So it all, it all makes sense. But like, I wouldn't, I, I probably would have figured that out probably in my forties, like late forties. If I didn't go to the Met. Like How old do you know? 33. They look young as shit. I appreciate you. That's the Nigerian blood in me. How old are you? 20. I'm going to be 29 in October. You're only 29. I'm really the young OG out here. No, you that's just crazy. You are. You that's, are. That shit's crazy. That's what I, I'll be saying that to Brandon's little ass. I know Brandon since he was this big. He's in his thirties too, though. He's like thirty one. Thirty one. So healthy thirty one. You're like, you're like, yo, he, he just got here, nigga. When I'm in when I'm in tenth grade and you're still in eighth. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck. Y'all went to school together? Nah, nah, nah. So, well, his brother went to school with me. Okay. His older brother went to school with me. Okay. But I. Uh, I knew Brandon forever, man. That's Brandon's guy. crazy. I got him in trouble. I think he's like not allowed on this podcast anymore. Oh, yeah. what is uh, wow? Yeah. So I mean, nah. I, sp- I spoke to him recently. I think he's coming back on. Your boy Fatty Mayonnaise is coming back on soon. We just Fatty. I'm just gonna bullshit and act like we're gonna behave, and then once he's on here, he's just yeah. He's gonna get faded. Yeah, he's gonna, he get gonna lit. That yo, nigga drinks. He yo. He's he alcoholic. Can drink. He's alcoholic. I mean, he. Cambodian. What did you expect? Yeah. Like, they don't get drunk. It's like some superhuman shit. They get drunk. They just look sober. Yeah. Like, because he be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he be Yo, lit. Brandon be so fucked up. He'll stand random for... Like, I was good when we seen each other on Saturday mm-hmm. at Day Trail. I was fucked up, but I knew who I was talking to. Mm-hmm. Dapped up your boy. Don't really know him, but you know... Because I don't fuck with a lot of light-skinned niggas, too. Them, yeah. You niggas make me paranoid. <laughs> but <laughs> but I fuck with you, and if he's with you, then I know he's family. You know what yeah. I mean? But when he's fucked up, Brandon does this thing where he'll say, nah, you're fucked up. Almost like he's a kid. Yeah. He's like, nah, Jimmy, you're fucked up. Yeah. And it's playful and almost like homoerotic. And it's like, why are you talking like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're mad fucked up. <laughs> I've known you for 10. You're fucked up. I've known you since you was 14, nigga. You're trash. He's like, no, I'm not. You're trashed. Like, 
Brandon, who you talking to? He be, he be acting crazy. That nigga be spicy as hell. <laughs> Next thing you know, oh, yeah. he's he's got a cowboy hat on and he's he's wild, like bugging dog, bugging. His birthday this year, his IG story, they had him on the ground in front of his house. Yeah, like, man. And an hour before that, I bet you he was like. I'm not fucked up. You're fucked up. <laughs> like, Yo, get the fuck out of here. This nigga nuts. How did y'all meet? It don't got to be luck. How did y'all we meet? We literally met. Uh, we met through IG, and he had me go on uh, the... the Food, booze, and friends. The food, booze, and friends. What did you make? I did, no, we did the uh, the tasting episodes that he was doing. <laughs> uh, snack snack gods or whatever? Yeah, snack gods. I was, doing, I was doing the wing episode. Okay. So he he's, he's a good dude because I had a... This is I, I've I've seen I've seen therapists on and off, and this was the moment in my life where I literally was like, "All right, you need to stick to it." But I had a I had a very very dark time during the pandemic, without saying too much. And he reached out to me, and he was like, "Yo, um, you know, I fuck with the podcast and all this other shit, showing mad love." We met through IG, and he invited me on the show, and we did that. And literally, bro, we ended up same shit with you. Like, we ended up finding out we have mad shit in common. One of the mm-hmm. things being cooking and just getting fucking Word. lit. Word. He's a big family guy too, and like I talk my Word. shit, and I'll be like, I'll talk my shit as you have about women, but at the end of the day, we still respect them. Of course. So same thing with him. Like whether he's in a relationship or not, he's always a always like a huge family guy, which I am. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and I, and I'm proud of y'all for holding down your families. Mm-hmm. Y'all both got very very young families, yeah. and it's a beautiful thing. It's just not a thing for Wale. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're it not going to push it on me. Yeah, no, nah, it's not even that. I'm a professional uncle, my nigga. Like, I'm a nah, godparent. That's dope, though. That's dope in itself. Like All my friends that got kids know if they need anything from me in terms of watching them babies, taking them out, whatever, I got them. And I'm that's realistic, support. too. I, I got them. You know what I mean? But, like, in terms of having my own, that's the one thing, too. Like, when, is, it, is it, like, a thing that's connected to, like, it does it not happen because of the whole... Um, being with a female consistently, like living with them, or is it? Is no, it, it's hell own, no. Is it? It's bro. You know thing. how many? I I can't even count the number of women that I've executed my game plan in. You know what I mean? Without being too raw, it's, it's happened so many times. I'm just, it's part luck. And so you've you dropped like fifty to six. You don't drop the fifty to sixty dollars after, is what you're saying? Fuck no. Yeah, you're like y'all, bro. Like God. Almost like, every cool. woman I ever slept with was my friend first. Yeah. Like, legit friend. Yeah. Like, I knew them. I knew their sexual history. I knew I could trust them. And more importantly, about 97% of them were on birth control. Nigga. Real birth control. I feel like I'm IUDs, really talking to myself right now. IUDs, uh, pill, plan B, what up, um, birth control. But I don't. I tell people that, bro, like, I, the same shit with me. Like, I want to say mm-hmm. literally 98 to 99% of women I've I've slept with, yeah, man. I was I had a connection with them first to a point where I could trust that part of it. Facts. I tell people that all the time. They think I'm bugging. Yo, there's no way you're not playing it safe, whatever. And it's like. That's because they don't get it. Have you ever had an STD? Of course. Okay. Yeah, because I. Which one? Yeah, that's the one. All right. I feel like everybody has to have that once. Listen, if you don't, if you never got the clap or caught gonorrhea, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing out here? Nah, You're true. being irresponsible it's if you true. never catch. You, you gotta catch that. You're not gonna be 
Man, you gotta get some type of immunity. I'm well over like I'm well over ninety something bodies, nigga. I was gonna catch. Oh it at God, least, at damn. least, at least, I was gonna catch it at least once. Is this where I'm gonna be? Where I'm in my when I'm in my thirties over ninety? No, because I got to like I got to like almost Yo. eighty before I hit thirty. I was what when I tell you I was a whore. And I know niggas that got five, six, seven hundred bodies. Yeah, I got OGs that are like lapping me, and it's not. It's wow. not. I don't. I don't say this to brag, bro. I say this to say, I failed at making those connections permanent that many times. Yeah, because stupid shit gets in the way. Whether it's stupid shit on my part, and it's like ego bullshit, or it's just like, I get annoyed easily, bro. And this is the one thing that I will. I will. Um. I'll attest to like me being a Taurus because I fucking hate that horoscope with your sign bullshit. But you believe in some of it, like some of extent? it, yeah. Because I feel you. I have a short. T- I have a short. Um, I don't have a lot of patience for stupid shit, like tomfoolery, that fuckery, nonsense, idiocy. I I don't have I don't have the patience for it, bro. And like I saw some fuck ass nigga on IG last week. He they like got some podcast with another red pill like beta nigga. What men need to understand is when a woman tells you how she feels and you understand but won't acknowledge her feelings, you got to understand that you're thinking of it from a logical perspective and she's coming at it from an emotional perspective and you're not listening to her emotions mm-hmm. and like it's one of these bow tie you know bean pie eating ass niggas and i'm like bro if you don't get the fuck out of here with that bullshit i get that there's some science to more women being more emotional than us but i know there's i know plenty of niggas that are more emotional than women when it comes down to shit that's just wrong you need to acknowledge that you're fucking wrong yeah and that accountability piece is all over the place. For men, women, transgender motherfuckers, all it's all over the place. And what I'm not gonna do, and which is what which is why I love potting, and which is why I love, you know, telling jokes and doing stand-up. All of the people that have these stupid ass opinions on their little platforms, when they come into a space with a real nigga like myself, and they watch me perform on stage and say jokes that or risque or something that they would 1,000% be upset at somebody who was a friend of theirs that said it to their face, they would laugh at it coming from me on stage. Mm -hmm. I've seen it so many times, bro. I've made straight up lesbian woke-divists walk up to me and damn all but offer me a blowjob because my sets were that good at the Comedy Connection, my nigga. Like, real shit. I've had gay niggas, like, flirting and shit. Wild shit just off of me talking about how stupid some of the things that they've tried to make. Yo, I saw a video yesterday, and I'll shut the fuck up after this for at least three minutes. No, no. Keep going. I shut Keep the it fuck going. Up. Bro, Jimmy, I saw a video yesterday out of the UK, and there was two brown women, an Indian woman, uh, two, oh, an Indian woman and a woman from Pakistan. They were talking about how it is inherently racist and fundamentally sexist that Big companies and corporations where there are cubicles and offices keep the AC on blast at a certain temperature that is suitable only for men's bodies. Let me say that again. They said it was inherently racist, fundamentally sexist, that in big companies and in office spaces where there are men and women cohabitating, working together, 
that the AC is kept at a temperature that is fundamentally not good for women's bodies. It is there to cater. The AC is on to cater to the temperature, the normal temperature of men's bodies. This video came out about four days ago. Man, what the fuck? Where'd you see this on Vice? I feel like it sounds. No, like a my nigga, video. it was on BBC. Oh my god! It was on a. It was on a show off of BBC, and it was like a web, like a website. And it was an Indian woman and a and a Pakistani chick. Like, oh, so I feel like the temperature in the workplace, <laughs> and the temperature in the workplace is meant for men. The AC is. <laughs> what, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? The AC is racist now. Yo, what the fuck is up with this world? This is why they need us, bro. Yo, Bill Burr said, it's not, you know, let me stop, man. (laughs) No, because Bill Burr be saying some wild shit. You didn't see his last special Mm -mm. when he was telling these bitches to stop blaming us and asking us for help for their women's rights issues. He said the WNBA failed because y'all don't support it. And it's It's true. true. It's It's mad true. true. He had our most recent one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, This this is like he dropped it last month. It's, bro. He he said, "You play women's soccer. You play in a twenty thousand person stadium in front of three to four hundred people a night. The promoter lost his ass on that gig, and he's right. That's a terrible night. And you tell me, you're telling me that you do this sixteen nights a year, sixteen games a year? No, nigga. Yeah, yeah of course you're gonna get paid sixty two thousand dollars. <laughs> you're gonna get paid with a fucking nonprofit caseworker makes." You only That's sold 400 tickets. That's a fact. The state, nigga, if we play at Fenway right now, all-girls softball team, Fenway's what, 15 to 20K? Yeah. Or we go to the stadium because you're a Yankees fan. Let's, let's go no, to Yankee Stadium. Fenway, 15 to 20. Uh, Yankee Stadium is what? A little bit more. It's like 20 to 25. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bad Bunny. That nigga fucked that shit up. And yeah. Got to kiss the nigga and all that shit. Got to talk man. about that right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do that. But, but yo, hey, yo. Niggas really be playing the stadiums that big in front of all the team staff on both teams. Yo. <laughs> and like 60 civilians. And they want to get. A $2 million contract a year? No, that's not how it works. Y'all don't even have TV deals. Yeah. And this is like with feminists, they don't even do research. They just scream and, at you. And it's funny because I don't even I don't even think we should explain this shit, but, some, but for some reason. We do because people are dumb, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, people are dumb. Oh, we would say the same shit about the MLS. You, go to, you ever go to a fucking New England Revolution? Yet? Hell no. But they, what's crazy about the New England Revolution, they do about 5,000 people. At least, yeah. And so those guys even get more than the... <laughs> they get more than the WNBA. That's and the, true. They don't even have a women's uh, professional soccer league. No, they Either don't. you're on the national team or... On the USA team. And that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's not just USA. That's anywhere. Russia, mm-hmm. fucking France, Spain, whatever. They don't even have that because why? Y'all don't watch it. Spain knows. Women don't watch this shit. And Bill Burr, man, like, he's top five. We're going to get into that, too. But Bill Burr straight up told y'all they follow the money. The money is in trash TV. The car, keeping up with the Kardashians, Real Housewives. Yep. That's what y'all watch. That's why these bitches that's are. That's where the money's yeah, at. Yeah, he said that's why these whores are billionaires. Be mad at yourselves for watching them. Y'all don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I've never seen a woman, like, put on wall paint to go to a fucking Mr. Game, nigga. <laughs> like, yo, any woman who watches this. Without Googling anything, without going to Google, Yahoo, fucking Ash Jeeves, none of that shit. 
name with the city first five WNBA teams. I bet your black ass can't do it. Nah, hell they can't do it. It's not happening. Can't do it. I can't even do it. And I love sports. Yeah. Can't do it. That's a fact. (laughs) Can you name two WNBA teams? Liberty and. (laughs) From where? Where are they from? New York. Yes. Okay. What else? But that's bias, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other than that. One more. Just give me one more. I can't. You can't. (laughs) You can't. I can give you three. New York Liberty, Connecticut, Connecticut Mystic, Chicago Sky. After that, nigga, I'm stumped. I'm stumped. And you know what's wild about that? It's only nine more teams. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo. It's only nine more teams after that. Oh, my God. And niggas God. can't even name five. <laughs> <laughs> niggas can't name five and there's only 12 teams. I already said Liberty because I went to a school trip to see Liberty. <laughs> and for me to go to a school trip to Madison Square Garden. Of course. With 7,000 people there. Them tickets was probably like $5 a pop that fucking day. Yo, the fucking arena lost money. For sure. Oh, my Letting God. Letting all you little badass New York kids, <laughs> you you PS118 kids going there for free. Niggas was going, niggas was fucking, instead of detention because one fucking kid decided to post on Twitter that he, a video of him getting his fucking dick sucked in the bathroom, we all collectively had all day in assembly. What? Rewatching the video. This is this was high school in Harlem. They made you rewatch it? Yes. They made you watch child porn. <laughs> Yes. That's no one got fired? That school no longer exists. I'm about to say, nigga. That's if you look up Bread and Roses Integrated Arts High School. That shit's gone. It's it doesn't exist anymore. Wow. Like Dr. The building is still there. It's it's yeah. run by another it's not now it's another school, but But that school's gone. That school's gone. Where? Some nigga got top in the fucking bathroom during school hours. It doesn't matter when it happened, it happened in the school. Wow. And and they made y'all watch the video. The principal at the time was going ballistic. Like this nigga was fucking wilding, like cursing he, at us, calling us animals. Or he was right. He was, <laughs> he was right. He was right. That's the worst when you're getting cussed out and you earned it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you weren't the. But nigga I'm who over did here it. like, yo, it's been six hours of this shit. You think we're ever gonna go to class? No, we're not going to class. All day. That was in high school or middle school. High school. Yeah, that kid's bugging out. I hope y'all jumped him properly after school got out. I mean, he was a legend, so. <laughs> you he, can't jump he, a legend? Yeah. He, he, yo, he like, realistically, we were all in there tight that we were in there, but at the same time, we're like, yo, we're not going to be mad at him. Why the fuck they got us in here? Like, Word. Out on all of, but you know what it was? There was a lot of kids in the bathroom watching the shit happen. Like, yeah, that, cheering them on. It was some crazy shit. I wasn't there. Oh, that girl's traumatized. I hope she's still alive. And wherever you are, baby girl, hope you got talk yeah. to the guy or the lady. Yeah. Oh, she was a savage too. She's good. I still have her. I had her on the book and everything. <laughs> like Yo, she's, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. We so were she was a high built like this. Reunion and everything. Wow. So she's like, oh, girl, Brittany, yeah. um, Brittany Renner or whatever the fucking name is. Yes. Or the other one, um, the one that had sex with like four hundred niggas before she got out of the eighth grade. Yeah. 400 uh, niggas That's what she said It might have been less It might have been more uh, What oh the fuck is her god. name Oh my god It's Britney Renner And her best friend They're both Porn stars But Britney retired <clears throat> Britney like, Renner's a porn star She was I did not know she that She was And then she tried to fuck Cap And 
He took it down once, and then after he was like, to prove that you really are into me, you got to fly to Miami yourself, bitch. <laughs> oh, she I, did I heard about this. I yeah, heard about this. And she did it. This. She was like, yeah, he made me pay for my own ticket. As he should. He's a king. Yeah, you a peasant. That. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm just going to be paying for you. That's to- a real king. That's not Andrew yeah. Tate. That's like a real deal. <laughs> That's like a real deal king. Yo, fuck facts. Here. I can't remember what that girl's name is, but like, yeah, man, she was wilding on... um. Fuck is the name of the podcast? Damn, you learn something new every day. I'm about to look up Britney. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna look her up. I didn't know she was a porn star. Wilding, and you, you you'll find a video with Kodak trying to fuck her with his tongue out, like from three weeks ago. Yo, being a podcaster and a comedian, nigga, I just I I yeah, you consume a lot. I just fall down the rabbit hole that is yeah, YouTube, yeah. and I've I've run into so, but that shit is crazy. Yeah. Like she's really a hoe for hot. Like she'll fuck whoever for like oh five, yeah for like two bands mm-hmm. for like. The money it would cost to like pay her car note and buy a new purse. Like, it's crazy. I wouldn't even pay that if I was famous though for her. Like I don't know. I look at her, I'm like, No, because you can get it for free. Yeah. That's why I don't get how niggas got me too. But that's a conversation for That's her. that no, we could say we could have it right now. I mean, like, realistically, would you is there any woman, mm-hmm. like celebrity, anyone right now that you would pay for pussy? Like say you were loaded. If I was loaded, I need Riri. Yeah. Even with the baby weight. Love that. Yeah, why fuck, I fucking love her, bro. Her and then she probably washed now, but Rosario Dawson. Mm. I love that bitch too. A current one for me is Megan Thee Stallion. Oh my. God. I can't do fake titties. You think she has fake titties? I thought she was like, she looks like she's. The thing that I find attractive about her is that she looks real. Just all natural. Thick. She look real. Yeah. Titties are fake. Yeah. That disappoints me. I'll take it down. I'll take it down. But her, Cardi, JT, the other bitch from the city. I can't do Cardi at all. Oh, Cardi, she talk too much. <laughs> and she'll rob you. So you don't want to you don't want to do that. But like, yeah, nah. Yo, well, you know that I was I was taking down Rhode Island bitches purposely while I was in so I, I came the story about me coming to Rhode Island from New York, I came in when I was nineteen. I had family out here. My whole Dominican side of the family lived out here. And bef- even before I moved out here, I was just when I would come here to visit my cousin, he was like a brother to me, still is. Mm-hmm. I was purposely just having long distance things with bitches out here because the risk in New York for so many different things was crazy. Like bitches mm-hmm. robbing you is the number one thing. Word, hell yeah, hell yeah. Like I'm not bringing you to my crib. I'm not going to your hood because Lord no knows way. I'm gonna get jumped by some your cousins or some other yep. shit. Nope. I'd rather have a fling with a bitch from Rehoboth. <laughs> yeah, nah, for and when I was in New York, I was fuck. Yo, I would fuck with bitches in Jersey. Mm. I would fuck with bitches in Queens. Queens is still New York, but I was living in Harlem at the time, so it was either Harlem or right next door was the Bronx. The Bronx is just not happening. Yeah, nah. I had one Bronx bitch, and I was like, nope. That's that's why wow, she got you. She got you jammed up. She got me a little jammed up. That was the, my first pregnancy scare. So not jammed up in a sense that, you know, but yeah, she no did fu- this. She didn't do this. She did this not so cute thing where I was like, I don't need, I didn't even know a bitch could do this, especially when I was younger. But I was like trying to come out like she felt me trying to come out and she pulled me back in. Yep. I was fucking manhandled. She was Latino. Yeah. 100%. Shit, Dominican and Puerto Rican like myself. Yeah, that's so no, that's no good. Like if I want, I, I mean, at this point in my life, I just nothing bitches. You know what I mean? But clearly, I have two. I'm two kids deep. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get a vasectomy. 
You don't want more I'm, than two? No. Yeah, Not you got one of each. Either. You got one of each. Not with the shit I've been through either. I've been through a lot of court shit recently. I always try to say, you know, all respect. And she's 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 always she's a big supporter, always listening. My son's mother. I would never expect it from her, but still trust issues. I don't want to. De- I don't want the possibility of dealing with another court situation. Nah, I'm just I feel like, you, bro. Yo. I feel and, I, and and realistically, like back to what you said, you know what I mean. If I really fuck with you, if I have a connection with you, like maybe I'm raw dog. Yeah, of course. I'm not using no fucking. Of course, I trust you're, you're an adult. I don't have random sex with random bitches. Like I gotta know you. There's gotta be a connection. Word. Man. You gotta know that the the risk for disease is super low. So exactly. And if pregnancy, it's always gonna be. High. And I, so I'm raw dogging. And to take it a step further, it, I'm gonna get a vasectomy because if you're telling me I get a vasectomy and then I could just nut and whatever, like fuck it. Why Let's not? Why not? If you got insurance, that procedure's free, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, that is it really? Hell yeah. Oh shit. I knew yeah. Oh wow. It's only like it's only like um what is it? Superficial, like if you want to get your tits done, you gotta pay for that type of shit. Yeah. 100%. But if that that's a health reason. Like you could say, you know, if you're shooting blanks, they'll snip you anyway. Oh, they won't yeah. even tell you. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, that's if you got insurance, nigga, that's on the bubble. Why you've done this? No, you? fuck no. I could get, I could impregnate whoever, but I won't. <laughs> like, dog. So you pull out? Like, are you no, really I'm good not. at it? I'm not. If they, I mean, if they, <laughs> I know. If they're on birth control, we'll have the conversation. If they're not on birth control, that's the first question that I ask. Like, when we get into the room and we about to do it, and I'm about to go off the top ropes, hit that bitch with the RVD, the five star mm-hmm. frog splash, I gotta make sure that when I land, I'm going to get the pin count. I need the three count. I need the three, four, pin four, whatever the fuck they call it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, are you birth control? If they go, no, then you're getting it all over your fucking belly button, bitch. All on your, <laughs> all, nah, on your all on your, all on your any. That's true. If it's back shots and I'm about to, you <laughs> know what I mean? Oh, you're getting it all on your back. Now lay there for five minutes and feel depressed as I go find a towel. That's so funny. You know I, what I, I mean? Even, like even I want to say the same shit, and this is probably some Dominican ass shit, but I, like, there's even been times where she's like, "Yo, the same conversation." Like, nah, I'm not on birth control, and I'll try to play it off like, "I, right, I'm gonna come out." And the first couple times I'll probably come out, but you know when you have a connection with somebody, the sex is usually fire. Then there's that one time where you're like, oops. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not doing that because I don't want anybody to get Well, respectfully, I, I've dropped, uh, yo, I've dropped a cool 50 to 60 bucks a day after way too many times in my life. Yeah, way nah. too many See, times. See, I love my money too much to do that. That's why I just come out. Like, and I, it's almost one of those things where, like, when we were, in, when we were kids in health class or whatever the fuck you learned about sex, they said you can't feel pre-cum. That's some bullshit. I know. As soon as I have the feeling that I'm about to come, oh, that yeah. pre-cum's about three seconds after that. That's yeah. when you pull the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And if you got to work that shit like your Jimmy in a fucking lock, you do what you got to do. Yeah. But, like, don't say, oh, shit, I'm coming, and then stay in there. Because them little pre-cum monsters will, will knock a oh, little goofy ass God, up, too. Bro. You know what I mean? You ever, you, ever have, uh, you ever have a bitch be like, yo, come in me, like mid-sex? All the time, man. Too many times. Oh God. Too many times, and that's that's the, that's the reason why niggas be out here killing bitches. No, no disrespect. <laughs> no, no disrespect. Yo, Yo you shouldn't have laughed at that. <laughs> but like, no, no cap. Like niggas aren't equipped to handle their emotions, and they probably only got sex a couple times from like one person. Mm-hmm. And then when a shorty says that to you, nigga, 
that's probably one of the most empowering things a shorty will ever say to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come in me. That means dominate me. I'll have a baby by you. I'll risk it. Yo. So in a nigga's brain, they're like, oh, shit, for real? That makes you, the strokes yeah, are crazier. Your dick, your dick is. That's it. Yeah, that's yes, a fact. And you, you that's bo- an all-natural Bluetooth right there. Bro, and y'all have the best orgasm you've ever had in your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She come, you come, and like, now if you were the, if you were the nigga who couldn't make her come before, now you did. You know what I'm saying? But after that, you don't, you're not a, he ain't a regular nigga no more. No. You, so you told me to come and you, and I did. So in the event that you have my child, or even if, you know, you're on birth control and you don't, I am all the way about this relationship. You That's can't get rid of me. Cinnamon that Apple, rest in peace to her fact. and him. Oh, my God. Cinnamon Apple. You know what I'm saying? Like, she told that nigga to come in her. And then I she fucked him like, at that And now. then she fucked another nigga. Yeah. And then he killed her. And went to jail. That wasn't funny. <laughs> but uh, yo we all laughed we all thought it was yeah, all yeah, sweet yeah, yeah. then like two weeks later we found out he murdered her she told him to come in her one million percent bro and certain niggas just aren't built like that bro you can't like what are we doing this <laughs> is crazy bro what's up uh what, how you what what do you feel about the bad bunny shit and the reactions to it most. Oh, the kiss? Bad Bunny is Bad Bunny, bro. He can do whatever he wants. Yo, why were people so surprised at it? That's my biggest thing. He like, dressed up nigga... like a whole woman and is like, yeah. like he put on fake titties, bodysuit. Yes. Was, was talking down a nigga video. in that video. Yeah. Why were niggas so surprised? Because there is rampant homophobia in your culture, my culture, the culture of cisgender males in mm-hmm. general, and mm-hmm. niggas are uncomfortable with looking at images like that. Mm-hmm. My thing is, why do you care? You know what I mean? Like, what Bad Bunny represents just outside of the body. And you would think in 2022, like, it would get old, but it's the same exact reaction that niggas had to Elton John to fucking Niggas fucked the Bad Bunny. Frank Ocean. Niggas fucked the Bad Bunny. Yeah. Straight bitches. Yeah. That hurts them. That's true. He out here kissing men now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how stupid niggas are, right? Like, he means so much to so many different people, so many groups of people because of the music that he makes. So when they see him doing something that in their mind they think that he's better than or like he's, you know, he's um, pandering to a certain group, he's not. He's just having fun. Yeah, you know how many people I heard fucking the last couple of days, yo, he's he's pushing yep. this agenda, he's yep. getting paid for it. And yep. it's like, bro, shut the fuck up. He also got paid to wrestle last year and he did a great job. Yeah. Did he did a phenomenal job, job with Christian job. Sane or whatever. What the fuck is the nigga mm-hmm. name? Uh, uh, fuck with um wrestling guy. In the Royal Rumble, are you talking about? Nah, the tag team. The tag team. Yeah, it was during oh, WrestleMania. Uh, he's in the Judgment Day now. Fuck Puerto Rican cat. Yeah, Tall, with the long, long hand. Stocky Damian bump. Priest. There you go. I knew mm-hmm. it was like Christian Santiago or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, some, some, <laughs> some shit. Yeah, Damian Priest. <laughs> yeah, he's an animal. But you know, he did a he did, he a, did an amazing yo, job. He practiced him and Logan Paul. I'm like, yo, where the fuck y'all niggas get this shit from? They trained for like three, four months at a time. That's they it. went to boot camp. Yeah, and he went off the turnbuckle. I'm like, okay, Bad Bunny, I see yeah, you. He's a be yo. I would never shame Bad Bunny. You can't. He's he's out here making four hundred dollars a ticket for niggas to have their head on the roof. Yeah, that shit is crazy. That's the cheapest. $400 for your head to be on the roof. I know a girl who pays 1600 to be one over the floor, I believe. 
one level over the floor for two tickets, sixteen hundred each, for for both. So eight hundred a ticket. Yeah, nah. During the pandemic, right? I looked it up. Just he did the garden. He did the Boston Garden in two thousand twenty-one. The nosebleeds started at four fifty. The floor seats started at like twenty-seven thousand, twenty-seven hundred mm-hmm. bucks, and a lot of them were sold out. Yeah, like, can you imagine, bro? That whole front row is like six hundred people, and each of them paid over twenty seven hundred dollars. Nah, man. Each ticket to see a nigga sing for an hour—that's <laughs> insane. And I really love Bad Bunny, but not that much. Nah, no, no way, bro. I, I love, see, I, I love see the telecast. I saw that whole concert last week for free on IG. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they record the I whole shit. I saw Kendrick for free. I saw Bad yeah. Bunny for free. When you go to concerts, you don't record shit. If I ever go to a concert, I'm there. Yeah. I don't. What if, why am I phone now? Yeah. If I drop it or something, I'm gonna be pissed. Mm-hmm. I saw the Burner Boy concert for free. Yeah, like niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I saw all that shit for free. Niggas go to the concert and they're too busy recording. They're mm-hmm. not even watching the you know shit. The whole set list. Yeah, though. like I'm not going to this shit when he's up in fucking Dorchester. Get out of here. I'm not going when he goes up to New Hampshire, nigga. I just seen the whole shit at Boston. It's yeah. the same set. But yeah, nah, it, it didn't bother me, bro. I know who he, I know who he is. He's like a gender. He's almost gender fluid himself. Yeah, nah, he is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's chilling. He's comfortable. Like nigga was bullied. Like came from a poor ass fucking property mm-hmm. of the United States. Like let him live. And now he's fucking rich. He's the artist of the year. Let the nigga live, bro. Mm-hmm. He can kiss whoever he want. It's as, funny as long as they're over eighteen. Doing the doing the comedy shit, being a comedian and all that. Like I feel like the barbershop is like a perfect perfect place for us because i play into a lot of like what niggas be saying and i'll and i'll troll and i'll you know what i'm saying but sometimes like it gets too much and i can't even like play play into it like in the barbershop a lot of it was oh he's pushing the agenda there's an agenda he's doing somebody's paying him to do this shit it's like bro he's been this way he's always been this way and it's fine he's he's comfortable in his skin and a lot of niggas are not a lot of niggas are not. The thing that I learned from working at barbershops day in and day out is a lot of niggas are not comfortable in their own. No, skin. no. A nigga could. <laughs> Those are the same type of niggas that if their girl said hi to you, as soon as you get out of whatever space you're mm-hmm. in, they're going to ask them how you know. How to, yeah, exactly. And it's going to be in a tone where it's like defensive. Mm-hmm. It's like, I grew up with him. How come I never heard about him? Because you're not going to hit, like, you never ask. It's not even no shady shit. Yeah, it's like, like, I grew up with him. Like, mm -hmm. I literally, I took baths with this nigga before, like, you were, you know, whatever. Like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. But that's how niggas are. That toxic masculinity shit is so trash. So fucking trash. And it's what what it's called. It's toxic. Yeah, man. I talk my shit about women, but like I said, I love them as my only vice. Yeah, it's my only vice mm-hmm. is like living life and then these women because every each each new one is a challenge. Yeah, and to be able to take one down, it's like a lion hunting a gazelle, my nigga. Like, yes, it's bad to like talk about having another notch on your belt, but I also feel like if you allow yourself to become that notch, that is on you because so many women talk about oh they're independent and they're this and they're that and they're mm-hmm. listening to Beyonce. And they're listening to Riri. And all of these all of these female artists, SZA had a whole album about cheating on her niggas. Her whole first album was about cheating. And mm-hmm. they're singing it. All yeah, this shit. Yeah. <laughs> into it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce talk about, she called Jay-Z cheating. 
and she gonna make this next. She gonna be so toxic. She still got pregnant by this nigga afterwards, and had twins. Yep. Made a whole album about his infidelity. Got knocked up with twins, and these women are sitting there idolizing these women like they're different. You're all the same. For the right nigga that you like, you are going to do some dumb shit. You, you're going to get knocked up by the nigga. You might get knocked upside the head by the nigga. All of that shit. All of the shit that you say you will never take. Mm-hmm. It's all cat. Yeah. It's all cat, bro. Like, y'all be wilding and lying. And <laughs> a lot. <laughs> y'all a be lot. lying. Oh, I would never. Yes, the fuck. <laughs> Nothing. Ca- Have you ever fucked a girl that called you bro? Yes. Said you were her brother? How yeah. many times? Over Many. under five. Over five. Way over five. Bro, I'm over like 20. Yeah. I was every one of these bitches, brother, until I was. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Y'all be lying. Yeah. It just sounds good. Yeah. That's oh, that's fact. my brother, girl. Like, mm, you could do whatever you want with him. Okay, well, what's going to happen? I already know. That. I've, I've, I've been in this movie before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck your friend. Mm-hmm. We're going to have sex. And I'm going to act like I don't want to do it out of respect for you. And that's going to make her want to do it even more. And it's going to happen. And then about six to eight months down the line, after you've been festering and letting the idea of me fucking your friend sit in your head, you're going to want, like, payback, even though I was never with the bitch. Mm -hmm. And you're going to want to see what the the dick tastes like, too. And then we're going to fuck. Bitches ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit either. No, nobody ain't shit. Nobody Nobody ain't ain't shit. I'm gonna get that on a shirt. Nobody ain't shit. Nah, it's true. We should do it. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should Nobody it ain't shit, bro. Nah, because niggas, oh, bitches like love doing the whole like, oh, niggas ain't yo. There's a lot of like niggas ain't shit out there. There's always a lot of bitches ain't shit out there. And it's like, bro, we all ain't shit. We're all trash. We're all absolutely We're all trash garbage in our man. own way. We're That's all it. garbage. Some better than others, but for the most part, all deplorable behavior that we exhibit out here in these streets on a daily. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna definitely wrap this up very, very soon to close. Uh, to do that, I need to. I need to ask you about this wrestling shit, bro. Yeah, I know I'm the guest, but I gotta ask you: Where does that passion for wrestling come from? Oh, where does it come from? I used to do it. You used to wrestle. I used to wrestle. Get the fuck out of here! In high school. So while all the niggas in high school was playing ball, they were on varsity. They were doing baseball, whatever. I was the one. Uh, aside from this, I had the. I was the nigga who was. Doing pro wrestling. Get out of here. Yeah. I was doing pro wrestling. So I had this. I sent this to you in our in our little chat or whatever. Mm-hmm. I need your top 10 all time, bro. Top 10. Or just top 10 active. Because I don't know all, all time, of them. All time I'll do right now. I'll do all time off the top of my head. Number I'll do no, I'll do 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is number 1. Mm-hmm. HBK. Shout out to him. Taker 2. Stone, actually not. Stone Cold two, Taker three. Um, Jericho four. They're on the list. Yeah, Jericho's a good pick. After this, it kind of gets a little just all over the place because those are the those are the ones that I always have in my three or four top. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your pie, man. Take your time. I put CM Punk in there for sure because he Punk? really changed. He really changed the game with that pipe bomb and everything that followed, and okay. and not a, not only everything that followed for him after, but also how it changed. Like Daniel Bryan became a champion. He beat Triple H in the same night. Like that was all after Punk did what he did. Mm. Um, 
I'll start throwing other niggas in there. Orton is in my top ten for sure. He's one of the best heels of all time. Mm-hmm. And he's just a natural born athlete. Yeah, shout out to the Viper. Seth Rollins is in my top ten. I saw what you posted about that nigga yesterday. Nigga, that nigga's a fucking thug, bro. <laughs> he he's amazing. He's one of the best wrestlers, period. Like pure wrestlers. <laughs> and he's amazing on the microphone. Uh, he, is, he is. Um Brian Danielson's in there. Uh, I think that's eight or nine. Got that's like, eight. Yeah, you got two more. Triple H is in there for sure. And then, am I missing anybody solid from Attitude to Ruthless Aggression Era? Man, I, I don't know if you follow AEW too, but I fuck with Kenny Omega heavy. He's never I know been, who that he's is. He's never been a WWE guy, but I really yeah. And I feel like he could have been, but he did the whole, let me help these niggas start a company. Mm-hmm. So he's in there. My mm-hmm. respect. I mean, that's the same thing that Cody did. And then until they, the money wasn't right, mm-hmm. Cody did a lot of shit. But I respect that. That's a great list. It's a really good list. What's your top 10 of all time? My top 10 of all time? Bruh, I, I watch sporadically. I'm not like you and fucking J-Pop, y'all niggas is like, Watching every week, Raw, SmackDown. I try to. Yeah, I try to. There's a time. You got belts. When it's not good, I don't watch it. Like, for a while, I was watching AEW without watching WWE. But now, Vince started, like, doing his thing a little bit. And then he dropped out. And Triple H has just been killing it by himself. Word. Okay. He's been, he's been like, so I've been, I've been genuinely tuning into Raw and SmackDown every week, which is kind of crazy. That's what's up. That's what's up. And I Friday started- nights, I'm usually either, like beat from work and I'm chilling. That's when I watch SmackDown or, but I always have the drive to kind of be outside if something's happening, which in PVD, thankfully we live in the city. Something's always going on. But I, you went to an AEW live and you went to a WWE joint this year. Yeah. This summer. I, I, you went I, to I two usually events. go like two, two or three times a year to wrestling shows. Yeah. I love that. Show. And that was like a month apart. Mm-hmm. When you went, mm-hmm. I stuck your Instagram. We got to go, man. We got to go. I don't got to go take. nowhere. I don't do that wrestling <laughs> shit no more. It's crazy. You, but you you pay attention still. Like. Sometimes. I watch the big, I watch the pay-per-views. I, wa- I watch WrestleMania and mm-hmm. the day after on Peacock because my father got it for free, like type yeah, of shit. But okay. I'm not I'm not watching it live, nigga. I know, I know enough to get by. I'm a super casual fan. But my top 10, Stone Cold off top, The Rock off top. Um, yo, man. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero got to be in Eddie Guerrero was a fucking savage. I mean, he took a lot of steroids, him and Benoit, but that nigga was a savage. And he was one of the hardest wrestlers to beat in um the SmackDown Nintendo 64 game. Keep naming the 10. I'm a fucking old man. I'm going to go. Yeah, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no Mercy. That's what it was called. No Mercy. Um, Number four would have to be... um Would have to be Edge. I fuck with Edge. Heavy. Loved Edge. Five would be Matt Hardy. Six would be Jeff Hardy. Because those guys were high flying. They were doing their thing. They were wiling out. Um, Number seven would be... Did I say The Rock? If I didn't say The Rock at the beginning, The Rock. And if I did say The Rock, then Mankind. And number eight would be... Mankind, um, because that nigga's fire and had like probably the most personalities ever in wrestling history. He had like five or six rebrands, 
you know, Mankind, Dude Love, Cactus Jack, Mick Foley, like, motherfucker was a legend. And he put his body on the line until he absolutely, positively, physically could not do it anymore. So he'd be number eight. <clears throat> um, Who else would be in my top ten? Um, You know what? I'll have to throw the Undertaker in there for sure. And I don't know if I want to throw his brother in there. I might have to go Undertaker then... Number nine, yep. Number nine. I might have to, yeah. So, The Rock is number seven. Mankind slash McFoley is number nine. I mean, number eight. Then Undertaker. And then the last one. I'm going to do it. It's a toss-up, yo. I'm going to give it to this nigga D'Lo Brown. I think D'Lo Brown. <laughs> D'Lo Brown is mad athletic for Yo, size. for no reason. And at the head shake is it. I, he was just hilarious. He was a beast. He, he was, was hilarious. He was goofy. He was a goofy. He's underrated. He's 100% underrated. Yo, sure. everybody from the nation or whatever, that, that whole yeah, little crew, Oh, yeah, that whole faction. That, them niggas was definitely underrated because Rocky stood out and then Vince did this to him, thrusting him into the spotlight. Yeah, he always does, though. And the rest of these niggas was like, all right, what the fuck, Farouk, D-Lo, all these niggas. But Farouk, his swag was unmatched in the Attitude Era, and mm-hmm. he was... Definitely a strong, like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. Honorable mention is definitely our truth That bitch. Oh, yeah, he's a beast. People forgot what he did in TNA before WWE did what they did to him. But I think he loves that, though. He loves what he does. He's like best friends with Roman Reigns. Yeah. And Roman makes sure, as long as Roman's happy, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. That 24-7 title shit is hilarious. Oh, it's dumb funny. I watch that. <laughs> when I say I go down a rabbit hole, I literally just watch all the times he's won that belt. Yeah. It's the dumbest shit ever. But, like, <laughs> it's hilarious. He pinned Peter Rosenberg in a hotel suite, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's wild, bro. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. When little Jimmy threw the cup of water in his face. Like everything our truth does is hilarious. Oh, bro. dumb funny. <laughs> dumb funny. He loves it. He Little loves Jimmy. He, does. he loves what he does. I respect What's it. What's your top five to wrap it up? What's your top five comedians dead or alive? Dead or alive? Nah, I gotta do both. And you gotta do both nah, too. Nah, yeah, both at the yeah, so that's what I mean, both, like all together. All together? Yeah. One list of five total? Yeah. I can't do that. I have to. I'm a real, like, I'm not, not saying you're not. Not. Bro, you, you gotta got years do, on me. You got years on you me. You got to do. I'll do I'll, top five. Top five of all time. Of all time. Dead and alive. <sighs> Shit. Um, I'm going to have to go Robin Harris at five. Bernie Mac at four. Um uh Chappelle Rock Murphy. That's all time. All time. Active right now, that list is a lot different. It's uh shit. Ali Wong, Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes is hilarious. Bill Burr, Chappelle Rock. Top five right now, active. Mm-hmm. Now you, sir. Top five all time, including <coughs> all time, alive and yeah. dead niggas. Yeah, and then yeah, top yeah. five active right now that are like, that you fuck with. Inactive, I guess. And I'll, I'll put inactive and dead in the same list. 
Bernie Mac. Chris Rock is active, right? Yeah, he He's can act- count. Yeah, That's he- what I did. That's- all right, I'm just going to throw it all in there. Oh, I'll throw all in there of all time, and then I'll throw act like some new active people in there, too. Um, Definitely Bernie Mac. Definitely Chris Rock. Um, I'm going to throw Murphy in there because I haven't watched probably a lot of his shit. There's probably a lot of sh- his shit that I still have to watch, but my dad swore by him just like he swore by Bernie Mac. My dad put me onto comedy a lot. Mm. And those are his, you, those are definitely his top three niggas back at, around that time. Okay. Um, Chappelle is my number one for sure. Well, who's that number <clears> two? <throat> Sandler. I really love Sandler. I don't know if you like Sandler. <laughs> I understand why people like Sandler. Yeah. I am. He's not my cup of tea. Though. He's not your cup of tea. I'm a Bill Burr guy. Yeah. I can only like one white boy at a time. If uh, I if I were to have honorable mention, it would be Tom Segura. Because Tom Segura is fucking hilarious. See, I like white I, guys who were, know their white If I were guy. to extend it into a top 10 and also throw, like, multiple honorable mentions in there, I mean, yo, honestly. Well, do your top I five active. I don't mean to fucking put. So, top five active, Bill Burr is in there. Mm-hmm. Bill Burr is in there. Um, I love Michael Shea. Michael Shea is in there. Yeah, Michael Shea is hilarious. I can respect that. Uh. Tom Segura. I really love Dalia. I know a lot of people like there's certain <laughs> people who have to understand his humor. And I know yeah. he got canceled a little bit over the pandemic. And yeah, yeah. Cancel culture is a separate. I could see it. I could see it. Um so that's four. Give me one more. Damn. I really love shows, man. You like shows? You could see. You could see that in a lot of people who talk to me, they know off the rip, like inspirations for podcasting and comedy. Yeah. Shows is a big one. Uh, Dalia is definitely a big one, especially when I do this shit by myself. It's very goofy, very talking to myself. Mm-hmm. What niggas do, you know, throughout the day or whatever. But those are definitely like out of, out of, out of the newer cats. And you mentioned Wanda. Yo, Wanda Sykes is a fucking hilarious. Auntie Wanda, man. Her latest special is fire. Yeah. Allie's is fire too mm-hmm. But like I always gotta We talk about equity Diversity, equity, inclusion I mm-hmm. have to make sure That there's at least Two women on my list yeah. For the active shit Back in the day it Didn't really exist Wanda would be on that list too Because yeah. she's been doing it Longer than everybody Nah I really If I were to throw If I if I were to throw a woman in, Wanda Sykes is fucking hilarious mm-hmm. I gotta watch some uh, uh, Ali Wong shit too though I haven't watched any of her she's stuff She's gonna surprise you bro Yeah She's She's just fucking hilarious Yeah Who the hell is this? Peeking in. <laughs> that's my next. That's what I'm recording next. Oh, got you. I got like a little business here now. Good for you. Out here making money. It's so weird. Scared it's the shit out of me. It's just for the, the studio to pay for itself. It's way too much money to podcast. And Word. I was about to pull out my gun. <laughs> R. Kelly shit. Like, whose face is that in the fucking window? But yeah, man. That's a good list, brother. For sure. Have you ever... I need, I need to hear this from you before I do my first gig... Back in a while, have you ever fucking bombed? Bombed bad. Of course, it's probably. But what's your version of bomb though? Because I feel like you and me have always had this like charisma to us. You since can still clearly school, you but feel, you can still bomb. Yeah, yeah, bombing. Bombing looks different on everybody, bro. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you're a keynote speaker at a conference, and you know your speech does doesn't hit with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. Like it's not a resounding like, oh ah, this guy was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. 
there's a lot of awkward silence. Like there's a lot of awkward uh, silences and like niggas is like, what the fuck? Yes. <sighs> and I've had a couple of those. The worst I've ever bombed was that of uh, Knights of Columbus and Warwick and the whole entire crowd was like 50 plus year old white people. Oh God. And that, well, that's probably why. And it was no stage. There was no stage. Like the stage, the stage was like six, four, four and a half feet up from like the ceiling. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't stay on the stage. You had to stand on the ground with the peasants and deliver the jokes. And that just wasn't a good, you know what I mean? And I, and I was going there when I first started. So I talk about how I caught chlamydia. You know what I mean? Like that's one of my original <laughs> bits. You know what I mean? Like I, and I go into like how I use, I, I, I go into how I use like the cold word, the safe word pineapples when I'm having sex with a bitch and it mm -hmm. doesn't, it feels off. Like pineapples, bitch. Like, what's going on with your vagina? Why is my shit throbbing like this? Type shit. Um, but yeah, they weren't feeling it, and it's because a lot of those white guys weren't fucking multiple bitches. They didn't look the type to have more. You know what I mean? So that it wasn't relatable. But I bombed with grace. Like yeah. I just I stood up there. I did my ten, got my fifty bucks. Like it is what it is. And then there was another time that I was more embarrassed because I bombed in front of a room that I already murdered two times prior. And they put me on as the host, and I didn't know how to host. And I went in there with the Jamie Foxx thing. Like, Jamie Foxx will give you the best advice ever. His interview with uh, Denzel Washington when he's doing, like, the Bacardi interviews, he went up. I went up there thinking, like, yo, I already smoked this fucking crowd twice. Mm -hmm. I don't got to really be funny. I can just go up there and say whatever the fuck I want, and they're going to respond. It's not true. You got to earn every laugh. Yeah, and I bombed, and then what made it worse is like my mentor, the OG that I asked, "How do I do what you do?" heckled me, and he wasn't funnier than me when he was heckling me, but the fact that he did it let me know just how disengaged the whole crowd was, yeah. and so I had to like figure out, all right, how do I stay on this mic for at least like four more minutes so it doesn't look like I'm a puss, <laughs> so it doesn't yeah. look like I'm a bitch. Yeah. If I get off the mic right now, obviously everyone knows I don't and got everything shit. Everything else was off the top. I, no, I just, I followed through. I did, like, four <laughs> minutes of material, made it, like, respectable, kind of, mm -hmm. if if you can even call that a thing. And then I brought up the first comic and um, just brought niggas up. I didn't do no time in between after that. And it was rough. It was rough. Motherfucker said, yeah, you've been funnier than that. Well, it's like, motherfucker, I know. Because <laughs> you was here at all three shows. Yeah. But, you know, I got arrogant, bro. I got I got saucy. I went up there, like, I could just fucking talk and just, eh. No, you can't do. You got to do your set all mm -hmm. the time. That's why it's important to have if you're going to do 10 minutes, have like 6 that you can smash. But yeah. I bombed twice and those that that second one, everyone's in there. All these black folk that I love and that I have respect for mm -hmm. are watching me tank. But I know they know that I'm funny. So yeah. it's like so I'm So it not. sounds like you didn't bomb on your first time. You did it first time I didn't bomb. Yeah. Hell you no. know what's funny, bro? The first show I ever did and I've been doing the take as needed shit since. So I don't know if you know, but I did the take as needed shit since before. If you look my take as needed up, if you look take as needed up, there's going to be two that come up. There's going to be one with a group of people and then there's going to be mine. So I did this with a group of people before and they fell out of love with it. But before they did, we, we were able to make a show out of it. They did their thing. The girl had her part of the show where she was being interactive with the crowd my boy at the time did, uh, like, he kind of just did sketches, and we had, like, a projector for it. And I was doing kind of, like, stand-up type, type stuff because that's what I grew up on. Monologues. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I actually had like written stuff that I was just, you know, this what we do. We we fucking remember shit and we just that's what we go off of. Um didn't bomb, but because it was like uh it wasn't solely a uh Stand up. It was a live podcast. Too much going on. It was man. people in the crowd who didn't belong. AKA at the end, I had I literally had three in the same group. Of course, three of three of those very liberal, very vegan, very uh, offended by everything. White bitches come up to me and say, "Oh, I didn't really like that. Like these jokes, they were a little sexist and blah blah." blah. And I'm like, "All right, well, the whole Eat crowd, the whole crowd laughed." That was it. And Word. the funny thing is, my shorty at the time was telling me that two of those girls were laughing. One of them started talking shit, and the rest of them were like, ah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, for everybody else. You're right. Because they don't, they don't realize. And yeah. it's funny, because the jokes that I was making towards women, I guess, was towards my shorty at the time. And my daughter, you know, I was, I was speaking about the fears I had of having a daughter and things that could happen and how I would handle it if I had a son. But it was me kind of poking fun at the fact that I was exposing myself, you know, I was exposing the fact that niggas niggas can be very, uh, there's double standards and shit. For sure. But it goes back to what you were saying earlier, something simple as like the, you know, the WNBA stuff. There's certain things that, you Mm -hmm. know, like women, the the point that you made earlier was women have reality TV. Mm -hmm. They're not going to like hearing that, but it's true. You know what I mean? Learn. I was, you don't you don't like professional sports. You like reality TV. Exactly. You like the drama. But at the time, my my point was at the I was I was poking fun at the fact that how I would handle like if I walked in on God forbid my daughter having sex and how how I would react to walking in on my son having sex. It's two different responses. And that that off the rip set off this like at the end of the show it was like oh you know hey, and I didn't ask for the criticism. Yeah, oh, yeah, hey, they they just saw everybody coming up to me showing love. It was my first ever doing anything stand up, and they came up to me and they were like, "Hey, you know, I really loved it, but I think th- these parts were a little sexist." And it's like in my mind, I'm like, "Yo, you don't really belong." Like, like maybe <laughs> it wasn't you should, for you. Maybe you shouldn't have come. Like, yes, it was labeled a live podcast show, but the genre when you look at podcasts because you have to have a genre was comedy. So why'd you come? Have you ever had that reaction? Like, have you ever had people write something about you online or come up to you at a locally or be like, "Yo, I, I don't always." I had a, I had another comic come up to me and ask me to apologize to somebody who was literally <laughs> heckling every comic on the show. Oh God! He heckled like four people in a row, and the four, the first four people that he had, and actually it was five people in a row. Two of them were vets and have been doing stand-up for 10 years. Didn't know how to deal with this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. The other three were like new motherfuckers. They were newer than me. And they went up there. They tried, kind, let, They like scratched the surface but didn't really address it to the point where he stopped laughing. Yeah. Because the guy was, he had special needs. Mm. And he laughed at everything. Yeah, Like he laughed while you were trying to set up the punchline. And again, not a lot of niggas can go off the top, be extemporaneous, and be adaptable and, like, go off the cuff and, like, attack a heckler or or, or shut a motherfucking heckler up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I said, when I get up there, if this guy's still laughing, if he does this shit to the dude that goes up before me, I'm going to tell him to shut the fuck up. Simple as that. Yeah. And I went up there, and I did about two minutes when I told that motherfucker to shut the fuck up. Guy's name was Leaf. His name was Leaf. <laughs> 
Yeah. Overweight white dude, special needs. He's there with his sister. That's his caretaker. But what's crazy about the whole story, Jimmy, is that the owner and the promoter came back several times and was like, does anybody know who that guy is? Because he's ruining the show. And people are getting uncomfortable. They keep tapping me on the shoulder. They're asking me to kick him out. I don't want to do that if any of you guys know who he is. Does anybody know? The nigga is sitting right... The nigga is sitting right there, bro. Like, right across from me. He said nothing for 90 minutes. Went up, did his set, bombed. <laughs> yeah. Came off of the stage, my nigga. Waited for the show to be over. I got mad random people giving me props, high fives and shit. I felt like a Power Ranger, and I just saved Andrew Grove, nigga. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Jimmy, motherfuckers is high-fiving me and shit. Motherfuckers is offering me drinks. The bar's yo. closed. It was wild. It was like, yo, that your set was so good. Thank you for saying something. He was ruining the fucking show for me until you came up, blah, blah. Mind you, this was a show with like 11 comics on it. So it was already a long fucking mm-hmm. night. No one wants to watch 10 different niggas bomb. Only two niggas was funny that night, me and the headliner. You know what I'm saying? And so when you have a heckler that's ruining the experience for the other 150 people in the room, it's a fucking awful night. You spent 20 bucks to get in, $10 a piece if you're on a date. You know what I'm saying? You're buying drinks, you're buying food, you're making the fucking club rich, and then this asshole who doesn't know anything about social cues keeps hee hee hahing as soon as like, yeah, man, so my name is Jimmy and I'm from New York. Ha, ha, ha. He was doing shit like that. Joker shit. No, bro. Legit though. He was he was <laughs> le- he was legit laughing though. Cause he didn't get it. He didn't understand. So I told yeah. him, shut the fuck. Everybody understands shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. say, yo, leaf, branch, tree, whatever the fuck your name is, shut the fuck up. I'll send you the video. It's real shit. I was like, yo, you literally are out here fucking. We do this shit because we love it. And yeah. you're making it hard, bro. Like, shut the fuck up. Let other people laugh. You're ruining the experience. Yeah. No, I promise you nothing I'm about to say is that funny, my mm-hmm. nigga. I called him my nigga and all that. <laughs> I was talking, I was whiling on this nigga. Yeah. And then my roommate, her baby daddy, they were there like, woo! And <laughs> motherfuckers started clapping. It was a whole thing. But when I got off the stage and I said, like, niggas was treating me like I was fucking the Green Ranger, this fucking bitch ass comic nigga gonna but hey, well, hey, um, you know, man, great set, bro. Like, you did great. Uh, just wanted to let you know that, like, that guy that you. Like, he's actually, like, my girl's brother, and his feelings are really hurt, and it would mean a lot to us if you can apologize. Jimmy, tell me why one of the owners of the Comedy Connection was standing right behind him, heard this nigga say, he's my my girl's brother, is perked up, like, on some snake shit, like, alert shit from, like, a video game, turned around immediately and was like, well, hey, you good, I got this. And he said... Wale doesn't have to apologize for shit. You're an asshole. And <laughs> just laid into this nigga on some Tony Soprano shit. He was like, you're a fucking asshole. You heard me for an, an hour and a half as who knew this ass, this dickhead. He's ruining the night. I own this. I own this bar. You'll never work here again. You're a piece of shit. He doesn't know your apology. You owe him an apology, and you owe me an apology. Hell, you owe my, my whole staff an apology. Like, oh, how did he's a real teed one. off? Teed off, and this the one of the owners. Like this motherfucker Dave is so quiet. He minds his own business. All he cares about is making his money. Yeah. All he cares about is running his business, bro. He doesn't. He won't even say hi to you. You say what's going on, Dave? This nigga will like give you a head nod or like tip his hat, like wearing the fucking, fucking Wild Wild West. For him to go off on this dude and like defend me, I was like, yo, righteous. 
But yo, that shit was crazy. Like you knew that he was ruining the show. You said nothing. And then you had the nerve to come up to me because your girl was giving you pussy. And she said, oh my God, that black guy like ruined, like he's making Leaf cry. I don't give a fuck about he. Y'all named him Leaf. He should cry every day. He should go to bed tonight, get tucked in and cry. Yeah, nah, that's, that's fuck you shut him up for failure with that one. But yeah. Excellent pod, man. I Yo, appreciate Ole, you, I appreciate you coming on. My I man. also appreciate you, you know, motivating me to forcing me, honestly, against my will. You said apply pressure. I did say apply pressure. I'm going to reembark and hopefully now stay on this journey. Hopefully another pandemic doesn't interrupt it. But I'm and glad well, you called me earlier, honestly. I got you, bro. Because I've been dying to do it, but I needed that. Every now and then we need that push. I've been very busy, but there's always time to fucking... For the shit that you care about. Yeah. You care about this. You're really good at cutting hair. I don't know how much you care about it. But you can't call yourself a comedian. You're not on stage. That's true. And this is me holding you accountable. This is very true. If you want to be like the Puerto Rican, Dominican Dynamo on stage, (laughs) you know what I mean? New York, me, Jimmy. Everyone, please give it a real... You got to be on stage, nigga. I'm on there. This is one platform. You you, you literally have three. You have the cutting hair shit. You this. You're going to have the stage. This is what it is. And selfishly, I just want you on stage, bro. I want to yeah. see what you can do. Because yeah. you're a funny nigga on this platform. I know you can translate it on the stage. Boy, and if yeah, you can't, then we'll figure it out. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. We'll figure it but out. We not bu- we not bombing. Worst case scenario, we gonna be offending vegan bitches. Hopefully, they're not in the crowd that night, but we'll see. They'll be there. They're, yeah. they're always there. They're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we, we live in Rhode Island. It was, it was the most gentle. Y'all, y'all, y'all seen it here first, man. This is going to be the Wayne to my Drake, the baby to my Wayne, whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to call it. Yes. Hey, I appreciate, appreciate you, you King. Yes, sir. We out. Welcome to hell. Take it